You are listening to the Just Between Us Women podcast, hosted by Leah Brueggemann and Katherine Johnson. We are bringing you conversations about topics you might feel strongly about, but are too afraid to begin. How we navigate entrepreneurship as a wife and a mom without losing ourselves in either identity. We want to open the conversation and how we continue to grow in our faith while pursuing our passions. How strong communities of women help us to grow personally and ways to foster them. And taboo subjects no one wants to bring up don't need to be a business owner, a wife, or a mom to come join us. All you have to have is a desire for discussions that scratch deeper than the surface. Hi, ladies. We are back. Um, This episode follows up on our last one. Um, So it's kind of two parts, honestly. So in this episode, we want to talk about transitioning from being single to being married. And I had to share that we, Lee and I, right before we like actually got on, Leah was like, I don't even remember. Like that was so long ago. <laughs> what is that like? It's quite funny. And I just had to bring that up because I thought it was really funny, but it's so true. Like I t- tell my husband this all the time that like, it feels like I married him last week, but it also feels like we've been together 95 years. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of hilarious, but I think that's like, that's a great thing, but it's just quite funny. It feels like it's been so long ago. Um, Lee and I actually got married cl- around the same time period, which we didn't realize that we're a few months off. So yeah, that's right. Right. It's three. Yeah. It's yeah. been married for three years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we've been married for three and a half. When's so your anniversary? Close. January. Okay. Yeah, ours, ours is April. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty close, pretty close. So yeah, we, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a long time really, no. you know, at all, <laughs> but it just feels like it's been a very long time. And I mean that in the best way possible. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those I've, but I'm also very much one of those people where once something changes in my lifestyle, I just kind of really can't imagine it being different. Mm-hmm. Um, So we thought we would just kind of share some of the biggest things um, for us that were the biggest transition. So just in case, or if you are in this stage of your life, Mm -hmm. something to know. And then I just honestly, I would love for you to share with us your biggest thing, like difference for you, where you just kind of went, oh my Lanta did not think about this Mm -hmm. um and yeah screenshot share this episode on your stories or shoot us a message we'd love to hear from you but I'm trying to think so we dated for a while before we got engaged because we were long distance Mm -hmm. and then after we were long distance um my husband still had to finish undergrad so that's why we, we dated for a while. Um, so I feel like we had two different things. Like first, the transition from long distance to mm-hmm. in person was a huge change. And then from that to um, getting married. So I think that mine's going to be a little bit different because I was long distance. So I'm going to start there. But when I when we started dating, I think the hardest thing long distance is being emotionally there for the other person um, is really, really hard. And for us, we texted a lot. Um, We didn't even have iPhones back then, so we couldn't even FaceTime. So it was text or call. 
and we pretty much called every day. Um, and I think the biggest thing was really just letting the other person know, like what was going on with your day, like where you were going to be, I think was really huge because I don't know, there's just something about being long distance. Um, you have no idea what's going on and just being like, Hey, like I'm going to a party this weekend, or I have a long day at work. So I probably like won't answer you or I have tests all day. I don't know. I just felt like that was really important for us. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a good thing we had unlimited text on our plan. (laughs) I got to say, (laughs) um, and it was, it's really hard to emotionally be there. You have to have a lot of conversations. And I think the biggest transition from long distance to in-person dating was, oh my goodness, little stupid fights because you had to get used to like physically being there. Like, oh, we can go out on a date tonight or, oh, I can see you. But um, Seb was still in school, so he was busy. And it's so interesting now looking back, you would have arguments about things that had nothing to do with anything, but we would have that because you literally are emotionally getting used to them being there. Does that Mm -hmm. even make sense? Oh yeah. I, so I didn't do long distance, but I have, well, my best friend has done long distance and I know other people who have, and that is a very common thing that people talk about. And I totally get that because yeah. I mean, even though I never did long distance, you still definitely have to have those conversations. And like, so yeah, yeah. I can totally see like any time. Cause I, when I first was dating my husband, I was in college almost, I got my associates. So I was like about to graduate with my associates. Yeah. And I was also working mm-hmm. and like college life. I mean, there's like, five million and one things I could have attended, (laughs) you know, like there's always so much going on. So I've just, yeah, constantly had to be like, oh, well, this is going on for school. And like, okay, now I got to go to work on these days. And you know, like you you do have to like constantly be like, oh, what are you doing? What's going on with you? Um, yeah. Yeah. I made it interesting too. Cause he had his shift for work was like stupid early in the morning. Like it was like a, what is it like two to 10, like 2 AM to 10 AM or something. So he would like have to go home and sleep, like take a nap, Mm. you know, before he was able to like be alive and stuff. So like, it was kind of weird because I usually we could hang out right after I was done with class, but then like I had to go to work for like the evening. So it was very Uh, weird. (laughs) Yeah. That would be tricky. I, yeah, I just, I remember we texted a lot and Mm -hmm. then the transition from long distance to in-person was amazing. Um, but when you're long distance, when you see them for like those three or four days, it's like honeymoon stage Mm -hmm. because you just are seeing them for a couple days. So when you go to not being long distance anymore, you get to see them like hang out with friends. You get to see them interacting more with their family. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a really big shift as well for us. Um, And I don't know when this podcast is airing, but we talked about that idealistic. That was me for a while, long time. So I had a lot to 
me emotionally like work through. And, um, that involved a lot of communicating. <laughs> well, I'm a big talker. I need to talk through everything until it's been dead into the ground. And I know that can really drive some people crazy. <laughs> um, but I, I just know that that's what I need to work through things. So that was fun transition to being in person. Um, and it was nice to be able to do like little things like I'll drop off coffee or bring Mm -hmm. lunch to work and things like that. So that was, that was fun. But then also like learning what the expectation of the other person was like, when do I see you? Like, how often do I see you? What that relationship's Mm going to look like in person was hard. Um, and then transition from that to being married. Let's just talk about the first thing, which is like finances. Like I'm just going to say it when you are not married, (laughs) you really don't pay attention. Like I was very good with my money, very good with Mm -hmm. budgeting. Thanks to my dad, who is like a financial person with spreadsheets. So I'm not saying I was crazy with my money or anything, but I was only accountable to me. So if I decided that I wanted to save my money and spend it on something, even Mm -hmm. though it was utterly frivolous, it was my decision. Mm -hmm. And so when we got married, that was one of the biggest mental hurdles for me. It was like, oh my gosh, somebody else is seeing what I spend my money on. (laughs) And that was just such a huge um, difference for me. It wasn't even that I thought... I just remember when we would go over the budgeting, um, the huge thing was Seb would just go over all the purchases to make sure that we weren't being scammed or somebody. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, oh, what was this purchase for? Because I don't recognize the title. And I always felt like I needed to defend all of my purchases. <laughs> and Seb was like, I don't care that you bought that. I just needed to make sure someone didn't steal yeah. your credit yeah. card. Um, that is so funny that's exactly how it was for me and brennan but i i'm the one who does all that and i'm like brennan like what is this and he's like uh because <laughs> like, like i i just am better at managing money than he is that's fine that's how it yeah. works for us you know like and i'm definitely more of a saver and he's more of the spender like mm-hmm. if i have money to spend i'm good at spending it believe me i can spend some money if i <laughs> if i want to or i can um oh, yes. but yeah that's me i'm constantly like you know, just making sure yeah, there's not like some weird fraudulent charge or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, what is that? And he's like, uh, is that okay? I'm like, yes, it's fine. It's just, I just need to know what it is. Yep. That, that was, that was a huge transition. <laughs> oh my goodness. And still to this day, I sometimes do that. And so I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I really don't care that you bought that. I'm like, I just feel like internally you are judging me because <laughs> I like spent money on something like that. Um, so that's a whole other topic of communication Mm -hmm. and conversation that you Mm -hmm. have to have because you can get really defensive and all of that kind of stuff. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think the topic of finances is probably a huge one, Mm -hmm. like a huge difference from single to married. That was massive. Um, the other one was, um, meals, like planning and realizing that you had to Cause I typically do the cooking or I did until Seb like became obsessed with the great British baking show. <laughs> and now he also does some cooking. That's um, awesome. 
And I, oh my goodness, it was just so stressful internally for me that I had to feed another human. (laughs) I don't know why that was such a fear for me because sometimes I would just like pull together random stuff because I didn't want to make a meal. And so having that conversation where Seb would say, it's okay, I'm fine having random stuff too. Like not every dinner has to be gourmet and stuff like that. So that was like an emotional like or a mental block I had to get over and we had to communicate I, I don't know like I told you I have weird irrational fears sometimes that was huge <laughs> and then not just up and going somewhere like yes. you know like there's oh another gosh. person you're living with and that is a schedules yeah yep, it was it was one. huge you can't just, um, okay. Cause I am more like, I can be very spontaneous. And like, if a friend randomly is like, Hey, you want to do this? Like last minute, I'm like, Oh sure. That sounds super fun. Let's go. You can't, I mean, you can do that, but you also have to like, make sure it's okay. And you're on the same page and what's going on with us and what's the schedule. And do we have anything planned? Like that was very weird. Yeah. Like that was a weird thing to like get used to when yeah we were first married because like I yeah I'm so like oh let's just do go here let's just oh this person like wants to come over we'll just have you over like it's just I'm that way like it's very I'm very like spontaneous naturally but (sighs) my husband is not he is like which is kind of funny like I love things to be planned out but I also love the spontaneous aspect whereas my husband Brendan is like he needs to know like at least like four days in advance, <laughs> like so-and-so is going to come over for dinner. Is that okay? Like four days from now or a week from now, not like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Need to have that structure. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, for me, it was like, I felt restricted at first. And that was just a personal problem because mm-hmm. I wasn't actually being restricted. Mm-hmm. It was just the fact that I was had to communicate to somebody else that I was going grocery shopping mm-hmm. because maybe he had a different plan. It, it was just, it was a communication, but that was mm-hmm. really big um, to take into mind somebody else's schedule or even just like, what mass are you going to? Okay. Like I was planning on, <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. which oh my brings gosh. me to okay. Sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was going to say the mass schedule thing though. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That caused so many stupid fights when we were first married. Cause like, why is that such a big deal? But for me, I'm like so freaking stubborn that I'm like, I want to go to this mass. <laughs> like, yeah. It was such a big deal to me. And it's like, okay, really? I'd rather us go to mass together. Mm-hmm. If we can, like, unless there's something else like I had to do or he had to do or something, but it's like, oh my gosh, it's not that big a deal, Catherine, get over it. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. You really pick arguments about things when you're, I don't know, first married. It's, Mm -hmm. it's because you're emotionally getting used to this transition Mm -hmm. and you get, which is what brings me to, we're going to enter a whole other realm. So, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to say this. So when you're dating, whenever you're together, like it's a big event, right? You know, like maybe you're going out to dinner or you are going to watch a movie, but you see each other pretty much every day when you're married. And at least for me, it was, it's like, you have to get used to the fact that this is your normal and not every second needs to be spent together. And not every second needs to be like fireworks of big plans. Mm -hmm. Um, 
sometimes the other person needs their personal space. Sometimes the other person needs their personal time to just, Mm -hmm. and that was really big. It's like, not every second needs to be spent together. Not every second is going to just be like, oh my gosh, like today was amazing. Like I got to hang out, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that was huge because I mean, when you go on a date or you get to see them when you're dating, it's huge. But then I'm not saying that going on dates is not huge when you're married. I'm just saying that like, maybe you're sitting and watching a movie together at nighttime and maybe one person needs their space and the other person doesn't need their space. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that makes sense. And um, I think that that's important to remember. Like, don't get your personal feelings hurt. If like, you know, um, your husband doesn't like, greet you every single morning with a hug and like, good morning, beautiful. I love Mm -hmm. you. You look amazing. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, it's your new normal. So that was huge. And then, oh my gosh, like sleeping in a bed with somebody like, let's just, it's like, you're used to having the bed to yourself. Uh (laughs) Like, you know, some, I mean, I know like Seb loves covers and like wants to have all of the covers. So he wants the room to be like freezing cold so you can have covers, but I don't like it to be that cold. Um, So that's like, I mean, that's like a whole other realm. Like you have to Mm -hmm. find these compromises and how to work with it. I have a really good friend who literally sleeps so badly with someone else. Like she's, she's been married for for four years Mm -hmm. or five years. And I can't remember when she went on a trip somewhere and she slept obviously by herself. And she's like, oh my gosh, Leah, I sleep so well in my bed by myself. And I think that that's something like people literally don't realize that you have Mm -hmm. to get used to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I know people who have that issue, like the whole covers thing, for example. So like they literally have their own covers in bed because one of them's a cover hog and one doesn't like it so much or, you know, is like Uh... sometimes wants covers and sometimes doesn't. It's quite funny, but you just have to, yeah, it's like you have to learn and it just takes time, like how to like. Yeah, just live together and like just the like funny quirks and habits that the other person has or like even annoying habits that they have. Like I am a very like OCD person (laughs) and my husband is so messy naturally. Like he is so messy and it would drive me absolutely up a wall when we were first married. Like he just accumulates. I call it his graveyard by his bed because he had like his end table by his bed. He has like probably 10 cups. Like and I call it his graveyard. I'm like, Hey, can you bring your graveyard downstairs, please? So I can, we have clean cups. And to this day, it's still an issue, but like, I'm not an, it's, it's not an issue is what I'm trying to say. Like to this day it happens, but like, I've just gotten over it. I'm like, he will bring yeah. them down. It's going, it'll be fine. It's not yeah. the biggest deal in the world. Like, cause I used to be like, can you please clear your dang cups? Like it would just irk me so mm-hmm. much. But now it's like, you just learn like, like basically to pick and choose your battles. And like, is that really worth it to be like mad about? Like really I know. not that big a deal. Like mm-hmm. if there's like mold, then that's probably a big deal, but it's never, it's never at that point. You know what I mean? Like if there's something disgusting, that's one thing, but it's like, okay, they're just water cups or like a random Coke can or something like it's okay, mm-hmm. Catherine. It's okay. It's going to be fine, <laughs> but that would that's irk so me true. so much. And my OCD side of me was like, oh my gosh, I can't handle it. <laughs> And you don't think about that until you're married and you're living in the same house because Mm -hmm. you don't see all those like quirks that they Mm -hmm. have. Okay. So 
Seb does that with his clothes. And he's like, but it's mm-hmm. not dirty, but it's not okay. clean. And yep. so it has a like special place on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But then I not like this isn't like a rant on husbands. You can see, well, Catherine can see it. I leave I the cabinets gonna- open. <laughs> and I like, oh my goodness. The other day before Seb left for work, he closed all the cabinets. <laughs> and I was watching and I'm like, wow, I really leave them all open. And uh yeah, and at this point he just kind of laughs about it. But the other day, before I went to work, I mean before I went to bed, he was still at work. I closed all the cabinets before I went to bed. <laughs> and the next day I'm like, so did you notice I closed all the cabinets? He's like, No, I didn't actually, because that's just normal. They should be closed. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, I mean, yeah, so, you just need yeah. to have like the open cabinets, then you won't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> It is nice to not see the junk in them, but um, I guess you you learn to live with people's quirks um, Mm -hmm. because I do try my best, but I just forget a lot of times. As soon as I remember, I shut them though. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, so tell me about your experience. I want to know. Okay. So again, we did not have long distance. We lived in the same town actually. So we were, even though our schedules were really weird, like they were very different. Um, we were able to pretty much, we honestly were able to see each other almost every day, which was really nice. So like we could work it out some way, somehow, or even if it was just for a teeny bit, like, or he would like, if he, if we weren't able to, he'd like come bring me a coffee at work or something, or like bring me food. Cause like he would have to go to bed really early, but I worked really late because of, yeah. I would like go after class, you know, I didn't work every single day, but when I would work, I worked really late. And so like, um, my lunch break was like dinner time basically. So he'd like sometimes come bring me dinner, um, or things like that, you know? So that was really sweet and really nice. And, you know, yeah, it was just a matter of communicating how our days were going to go, which, I mean, that did take some practice, like, and like figuring stuff out, especially when we were newly dating, like, oh yeah, I need to like tell you what's going on. Cause otherwise we're not going to see each other. And I messed up a couple of times and like, would forget to like, tell him that I had this plan or something. And then he'd get frustrated. Cause he's like, well, I guess I'm not going to see you then for a couple of days. Cause I didn't know this thing. You had this thing planned. Like he wasn't mad that I had plans with other people. It's just, I wasn't thinking like, oh, I should probably let you know that I had this thing planned, you know? It. Yeah. yeah. So that was, def- it's a, it was an adjustment, you know, even though we were in the same town and not long distance, you know, you still have to go through that communication of like, what's going on and keeping each other in the loop and stuff. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, cause you just are getting used to having like this other person in your life. Like, yeah, you're just, you're dating, you're not married, but there's, you know, this other person in your life that you have to think about and like, oh yeah, I like, you have to tell them what's going on. You know, it's just, it's a transition. Um, that was probably the biggest thing, honestly, for us, like dating wise, um, was just the communication of like what the heck was going on and when that was probably the biggest thing. Um, well, actually the other thing was having like the hard conversations while we were dating and not putting them. I know they all, they sucked, but like having them sooner than later, like I, you know, didn't want to wait and like not know the answers to certain questions. Like I always tell people like, this is like the suckiest question I ever had to ask. And I literally, it took me like an hour and a half to get the gumption up to ask my boyfriend was like, if he was addicted to porn, because that's a huge, or if he was a, if he ever watched it, because that's a huge problem. That's very common nowadays. 
very, very common. And I wasn't going to just like naively think like, oh, well, he's Catholic. There's no way that's a problem or that ever had been a problem uh, yeah. or that, you know, he'd never struggled with it before or whatever. So it literally took me like an hour and a half to get the gumption up to ask him because that sucks. That's like the most awkward question ever on the face of the planet that I had to ask. Mm-hmm. But like we had a very good candid conversation about it and it was awesome. Like it was great. I felt, we felt like even closer to each other after that. And it really sucked to like have that conversation in a way, because it just is an awkward, awkward topic. It's the first five minutes where you're just like, uh, yeah, like can barely talk. You're just trying to get the words out and it's like awkward as heck. Yeah. Which like, we're going to bring on a guest to talk about this, but mm-hmm. you should be having that conversation. If like, like Catherine said, don't be naive to mm-hmm. believe like girl and boy. Oh yeah. Just because you're Catholic, that that is not an issue and a struggle. Have Mm -hmm. the conversation. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not Catholic, if there's certain things like that, you that are like non-negotiables to you or something like bring them up. (laughs) Don't just like naively think like, oh, there's no way that's a problem or there's no way that's an issue. Right. Bring them up. Yeah. So that was another thing that I'm really thankful that we did do was like, we did have a lot of those like hard, awkward conversations about things when we were like obviously when we are more seriously dating not just like fresh out the gate like day date two like do you watch porn no (laughs) um you know I waited you know you wait a little bit till things are a little bit more serious probably and and we did um but yeah I think that was also really really huge that just kind of helped set I feel like that helped set us up for success later on because there wasn't any guesswork about things and there wasn't any like stepping in on eggshells about those topics or like just wondering and never ringing it up or again not like naively thinking there's no way that's a problem you know um so yeah that I mean that's one that we talked about and that's something I always tell people like you should talk about with whoever you're dating yeah it sucks (laughs) um yeah so I'm thankful that we did have those hard conversations dating and then when we got married definitely like the financial aspect is definitely something that is just, a, it's, it's a transition and it's always going to be a transition. I feel like for everyone, like, yeah, I don't, just like spending habits and stuff. Like we had kind of, we talked about it a bit, you know, when you're dating and stuff like, but you know, then when we got married, you know, you have like a joint, we had a joint bank account and you're just like, yeah, seeing all the purchases. And I definitely for sure, even though again, Brendan's more of a spender than I am. Like it still felt weird to be like, Oh, you can see everything I'm spending my money on. Like, that's kind of weird, you know? Yeah. Um, and again, not that he cared, but it's like, you know, talking about what your money goals are and like, well, how much do you, how much do you think is important to be saving? Like how much mm-hmm. is, how much do you want to be spending versus saving? And like, what do we spend our money on? And like, mm-hmm. what are, what are non-negotiable purchases for you? Mm-hmm. And what are non-negotiable purchases for me? And like, what are things we can compromise on? You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, That's definitely kind of a transition. Um, Yeah, for sure. That's kind of a big transition, honestly. Yeah. It takes, it's weird. Well, I just remember being like, yeah, foundation is actually that much money. Like it's how much money to get your hair cut. I'm just like, uh oh my gosh. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, honestly, like a lot of guys just don't even, it's not like they, they're not women. And if yeah. like, even if they have sisters, they just don't pay attention to this stuff most mm-hmm. of the time, you know? So yeah, I remember being like, Oh, I want to get a pedicure. Um, 
and he's like okay and then he's like wait how much is that and i told him and everything obviously depends on where you go to but he was like oh wow that's more expensive than i thought and i was like well i don't have to get it like i initially i immediately was like that was my reaction i was like well yeah. it's not like necessary and he's like no it's totally fine and just didn't know that you know yeah like, i just didn't know um yeah but that was always like my reaction I'm like well i don't have to it's okay i know like <laughs> it's very defensive yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Ugh. yeah and then the scheduling thing was also weird when we got married because he still had that really early like swing shift basically and i worked like a normal nine to five mm-hmm. so that was weird at first because like he because you know when we were dating and stuff like you're he was still on his own timeline pretty much you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's like he really had to answer to me per se um so like his normal thing was like, he'd get home from work early around like between 10 and 11 in the morning, mm-hmm. take a nap, which that could be, you know, an hour or two hours or whatever, you know, sometimes it was three hours. Like it just really depended. Cause you know, you work super early in the morning, whatever. Yeah. And obviously that's totally fine. Well then when I would get home, um, at like five around five or just after five or something, you know, then it's like, okay, we got to cook dinner and have dinner together or whatever. But there would be times when like he, would like oversleep his nap basically. So he'd be like still sleeping when I got home. And like when we were first dating or first married, I didn't want to like wake him up. Cause I was like, Oh, he's like, you know, worked a really hard day and his hours are all weird. So I'll just, you know, he'll wake up whenever he's like ready to wake up or whatever, but he'd like never wake up. Like he would just mm. literally stay asleep some days. So like then the next morning he'd be like, I'm so hungry. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't wake you up for dinner. I like thought you were just really tired, you know? Um, and also he's a very hard person to wake up. He's one of those people that's like when they're asleep, they're like dead asleep and it's like really hard to get them out of it. Yeah. He's that kind of person. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Seb always sleeps through his alarm. So I like he's gotten better, but he sleeps through his alarm and he always does the weirdest things. Like you'll wake <laughs> him up and be like, why, why am I waking up? Uh, Cause you have to go to the clinic. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Or like whatever. Um, <laughs> And he never remembers these conversations. Oh, that's like, so funny. Just wake up. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's Brendan's the same way. That's so funny. So that was kind of weird too. Just like we had to get used to our scheduling and like he would literally, he had to set like three to five alarms so that he would be up in time for dinner. Cause like, I, I wasn't usually home. Like I, you know, I wouldn't get home until it was dinner time. And then I'm like, get in the door or start dinner or whatever. Um, yeah, it's quite funny that- thankfully his hours are not that awful anymore they're like yeah pretty normal which is great but that was like that kind of sucked honestly because you know he'd be really tired when I was like wide awake and vice versa mm-hmm. and that just kind of sucked because I like when we were dating yeah we we had to get used to each other's schedules and stuff you know and some days we just wouldn't see each other but like that honestly kind of made me a little bit resentful honestly in the first part of our marriage because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like, you know, oh, we're living together and we're married. So yeah, we should be spending like every hour and time that we have together, you know, but like, no, he's still like a person who needs time on his own. Like I did too, but mm-hmm. you know, like it's just, I was the same way where I was like, oh my gosh, we have to be spending like, yeah, all this time together because we're married. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes like he just needed a nap or sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, he just, when he wasn't taking a nap, he just needed alone time for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. that definitely was an interesting transition and eventually we figured it out. <laughs> I think alarms it just took are time. the same too. Like mm-hmm. 
I'm, I get my alarm. I hear my alarm and I get up and Seb would like set six or seven yes. alarms and expect to get up at like the seventh. And I mm-hmm. just, I'm not that type of person. So finally mm-hmm. I was just like, nope, you're going to, you can, I'm like, just set it for like 530. If that's when you want to get up. And he's like, but I really want to get up at five. And I'm like, then get up at the first alarm. Mm-hmm. so we had to um have that conversation so now I just wake him up so yeah see but that's that's how it works you just figure out like what works and that's gonna look different for everyone like yeah it's yeah that's so funny that's like the same for Brent he still to this day will set like four alarms and he does go to work like pretty early like it's better but it still is earlier in the morning and I usually like will get up the same time as him so if he's just hitting the snooze a million times or has a million alarms, like, okay, can you please just wake up? <laughs> I'm awake now. Please wake up. <laughs> because I, I hear the alarm like five times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. But I don't know. They can fall asleep. Like, yeah, I know. Like while you're talking to them. Yeah. Just boom. Or out. won't, yeah. Won't remember the weird conversations that they have that or the weird too. things they say. Yeah. So funny. Some, I know I always said like, I wish I got some of them on video because it was like so weird and out there. I can't think of it obviously now, but like just weird stuff you would say that he had no recollection of at all. I know. Oh my gosh. I feel like those are the main things like initially. Um, And then, yeah, just like still having those conversations. Oh, I guess not waiting was a big thing. Like not waiting to bring up something that bothered you until it was at the point where it was like, you're less like bubbling and like so annoyed about something like for instance the stupid graveyard of cups like Mm -hmm. if I would have mentioned it pretty much initially like hey can you mind like clearing those so that you know we have cups to use or whatever um you know once it's full or something like if I would have brought it up initially like he'd been like oh yeah no problem like that's fine you know but I waited till I was like so so annoyed about it and so irked about it that like it caused this like not really a fight, but like kind of an argument, you know, or like a heated Mm -hmm. discussion about it. And like, if I, that was kind of a trend that looking back, I would definitely say to people, like, if it's bothering you, just bring it up now, just bring it up. If it's bothering you, because if you're, you think maybe you can just get over it and you'll just ignore it. Like you, you won't, you'll just think about it more and more and it's going to irk you more and more. And then you're going to like be completely irked and annoyed about it. Yeah. And sometimes just talking about it and hearing their side you're like oh that's what you were thinking mm-hmm. yeah that's like huge. the clothes that are clean oh my floor. gosh I know Brendan does the same thing I feel like that's a universal guy thing like ladies if you're married let us know because everyone I've talked to literally every single person who's married has said that their husband does this like yeah there's the it's- pile next to the bed that's like oh, it's clean. It's not dirty yet. So I have to put it in this pile. So you don't yep. wash it. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> I finally found like, that can't like you hang it up. <laughs> yeah. The clean clothes that aren't quite dirty are in like a very neat pile. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, those are clean. But then I'm like, you know, if it's a neat pile, <laughs> can it just, you know, be hung up? He's like, no, you don't want to have the clean clothes, like taking on the scent of like half worn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a whole know. thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's a whole thing. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> or like the dirty clothes would be right by the hamper. Yeah. Like, you know, can you just put them in like in the hamper, please? 
And like, he's gotten a lot better about that. There will still occasionally be like socks around it that I pick up. But again, that's something that it's like, you know, you just learned that it's not really, yeah. Is it really a big issue to like fight about? No, it's not that big of an issue. It's and a little bit annoying, but oh, well, you can, I can get over it, you know? Yeah. I, it's and not I know the I, end of the world. No, I know I do annoying things that annoy him that he just gets over it. Like, okay. I didn't realize I did this, but apparently I like sip all my drinks. Like I make a noise. Like, even um, if it's not hot, you know, if like it's hot, you kind of like sip it. I apparently yeah. I do that with my water unless I'm like chugging water. And I had no idea I did that and like irks the crap out of him. But he just like, I mean, occasionally he'll bring it up to like, just make fun of me and be silly, you know, and like, be like, oh, you're sipping your drink again. But I mean, you know, he's just got to live with it. Cause I'm like, that's, I don't know why I do that. I just do it. And I don't realize I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It's it's like the same thing when people go slurp the bottom of their drink. Like if they're mm-hmm. drinking through a straw, mm-hmm. it drives me crazy. <laughs> and sometimes Seb like does it and then he looks at me and he's like, sorry. And then he finishes doing yeah. it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You just, you learn those things when you get married. So we would just love for you to share anything that you learned as you made that transition. And please, please send us messages and tell us if your husband has a pile of clothes that's clean, but not dirty, but not clean. (laughs) I don't know. Half worn. Half worn. There we go. All right. Thank you for listening to the Just Between Us Women podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Just Between Us Women podcast, and we absolutely would love to hear from you. If you found this episode helpful, share it with a friend and be sure to share it to your Instagram story and tag us so we can see. You can expect episodes every